got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stump. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. That's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! This is in the home. March 19th, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today, the latest Cigar Journal has crossed my desk. We'll flip through it. As we shoot some hoops and play basketball, and no smoking allowed in my cigar shop. I don't think so. $250 fine, and this means war. Welcome war. back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up. Along with us, you tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean, where you can set it and forget it. No smoking. No smoking. No smoking in the cigar shop. That's what they say. I teased a little bit about it on it last week's show, but I didn't have all the details because according to my ticket, which I will frame... <laughs> My, my copy of it, I had to send a portion of it in, that on, what is the date here, uh, March 11th, 2016, at 1,500 hours, that would be 3 o'clock in the afternoon, would be on Friday, be the day before the show, um, unlawful, <coughs> unlawful, pers- what is this? Purpose? Unlawful purpose? Purpose smoking. Um, $250 fine. And uh, this was, as I say, Friday at uh, 3 in the afternoon. I got a heads up from our friends at Castro's Back Room, a uh, competitor in Nashua, New Hampshire, that uh, he's part of the Cigar Association of New Hampshire, that they had just gone into his store. He just received a $250 fine. Heads up, uh, they're probably coming to you next. And I quickly, uh, I was at the Salem store. It's about 30 miles away, 30 minutes away, I would say. 30 minutes away to get there. And I said, never going to do it. They're right down the street. Uh, Let me call. So I called the store. Old Fart Freddy. Our friend Old Fart Freddy answers and says. uh, In my day. Right. (laughs) We used to be able to smoke anywhere we wanted. And um, I said, uh, just heads up. uh, They may come in. And, you know, kind of puzzled. Sound on his on his voice, and well, because uh, back in his day they didn't have telephones. Right. You sent it by courier, <laughs> and you certainly on a could, horse. And certainly it would be crazy to <laughs> even consider no smoking cigars yeah. in a smoke shop. Everybody at Two Guys Smoke Shop, put your cigars out immediately. Thirty-one years. So no, he didn't say that. And he says, "What do you want me to do?" And I said, uh, "Business as usual." Yeah, business as usual. See, see what happens. 
Um, about 30 minutes later, I get the call from him because the guy was there. Uh, we have a 16-camera uh, video system over there. I'm able to tap into it. I did, and I'm watching a man come in with two women. And um, a minute or so later, the two women leave. Um, and I later uh, hear from Freddie, and um, he said that they had some sort of handheld device. And they said, wow, this is worse than the other place. We're going outside. So the two women went outside after <coughs> this reading on this handheld. Well, I have a handheld uh, device right here, and it says, um, "Yeah, Lotus smoking is awesome." Yeah, th- this yeah. was uh, some sort of um, thing that detected if it smelled like cigars in the cigar shop, and apparently it did. I'm going to go with they all came in with something that they could have used to detect whether or not there was smoke. It's their nose. Right. You don't need a, a I, thing. I want to know what the thing is anyway. It look, he, according to Old Far Freddy, it looked like a channel changer. But, um, probably was a channel changer, probably and they was. tricked him. <laughs> and, and all this is going on why New Hampshire became the heroin capital Absolutely. of the United States. Absolutely. So um, the, the women wait outside while this man stayed in there. Uh, this man is, um, his name is here somewhere. M. Leot. M.L. Elliot, maybe. Elliot, yes. Yeah. Yes. M.L. Elliot. $250 fine. Uh, did a little investigation on him. Uh, worked for two police departments before. And when and he was in the third grade, he stole a pack of gum. I don't know. But apparently he uh, didn't like that we were smoking cigars in the cigar shop. The women waited outside. He stayed an hour. And um, at the end of it, he handed us the $250 fine. So there's efficiency for you. It took him an hour to figure out people were smoking inside. Yeah. It doesn't take that long in a traffic stop. No, because we're talking a Friday at 3 in the afternoon. There probably was uh, 10, 15 people actually smoking cigars at that moment in front of him. Uh, but that, that was his issue. Did he yell at any of the customers and tell them to put their cigars Not at all. out immediately? Not at all. Nor did we yell back at him. Hmm. Uh, we took it like a man and, uh, you know, uh, no argument, no nothing. We'll, we'll take this to court. When I say we'll take this to court, we will take it to the highest court in the land. This is a $250 fine, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm prepared to spend up to $250,000 fighting this $250 ticket. It's not about the money. It's not the money. It's the principle. And this is Fargan War. It is war. Fargan War. It is. And uh, I will not have it. I will not have it, and uh, I've made uh, calls to um, <laughs> legislators and senators and any person that I possibly will, will listen to me yell and scream. Here's the issue with the state of New Hampshire. And I know if you're watching the presidential race, you probably heard that we had the first um, uh, presidential um, uh, Primary. primaries, and they were debating up here, and lots of things were discussed uh, and you couldn't help but hear them mention New Hampshire in the terrible heroin epidemic that's happening here in New Hampshire. It's rampant. We're losing. Somebody's dying every single day from heroin. And this political um, guy from the um, – he's the Liquor Commission. The Liquor Commission controls uh, tobacco in the air. It's the same licensing. Right. That's where we get our license. Yes. And – his job is not to see if, we, if there's a problem with drunk drivers, underage drinking, or anything like this. His thing is 
God forbid, is there somebody smoking a cigar in a cigar shop? Does this little channel changer device thing, does it have a button to, to detect heroin in the area? I have no idea, but I, I want all kinds of information of that machine. I want to know where it was regulated, how it was checked, how I can get one myself. I want one because yeah. I want to check this thing over and over and over again to see how accurate it is. I never heard of such a device. Well, I mean, if I you were outside one. and a truck, a diesel truck goes by, would the thing's buzzer go off that went I off when no people idea. were smoking cigars? I have no idea, but I'm so, not denying we did it, although we did deny this. They, yeah, they, had, they had a signature to put on here, and Old Fat Freddy signed it. Old Fat Freddy. <laughs> and, but he, and he wrote deny on it because they said this says that you um, mm. accept the ticket. And he said deny and then signed his name. Uh, you know what has yep. been the biggest uproar about this? Yeah. We're all adults. We're all enjoying a legal product. But right now there's a bill in the state in New Hampshire that will allow junkies to trade in a dirty needle for a clean That's needle. That's awesome. So let's help the person get high, Yeah, but let's prevent the person from enjoying well, you're a really, legal product. You're preventing them from getting the HIV from sharing needles, which I'm a fan of. We don't need that going any more rampant than it already is. But Unless you're having sex with the, with the junkie to begin with or something, whatever. What I do in my private time is none of your right. damn business. Okay. So th- this stems to, you know, wh- where is this? Where is this law that says that we can't end up doing it? So they end up saying this is uh, chapter 155.66. So let me print out 155-66. Um, and I know it very well because this is what I went to when I created the liquor license in a cigar bar. In New Hampshire, there actually is no bars in the state of New Hampshire. In order to serve liquor, you must be a restaurant. So they made no smoking in restaurants. Therefore, you couldn't have liquor inside a cigar store. You'd have to serve food. And if you serve food, you'd be a restaurant. Therefore, you couldn't smoke. So I went there and said, well, this is crazy. Look at this thing that's going around here. And why can't, if I wanted to, serve alcohol to my uh, customers because I have to serve Food. If I serve food, I can't have them smoke. Do you see what's happening? Okay, so can you word it out the way I did? So I worded it out. The law took place, and now uh, you can serve liquor in cigar shops if you want. So uh, I was the only one that doesn't have liquor in a cigar shop because I don't, I don't want liquor in the cigar shop. I don't, I don't want to do it, but, no, but I want, want to be able to do it. I want it. to be able to do it. Yeah. Again, about the principle. So this guy said, if you were serving liquor in your cigar shop, you would be okay to smoke. Remember, the Liquor Commission controls the, the uh, tobacco. tobacco. Are you kidding me? I actually have to add liquor in here in order to be able to smoke cigars? I don't think so. So let's go to... What do you call it? Number one, A. Uh, exhibit A. Exhibit A. <laughs> exhibit A is 155.66. Smoking prohibited. Except as provided in RSA 155, in notwithstanding any law of the contrary, smoking is prohibited in. This means it's not allowed in. In public educational facilities. Well, there's nobody going to say that we're educating anybody. Not right? even anyone <laughs> listening to the podcast is going to say they're being educated. So, so we're safe. We're okay. Check that off. Hospital. Nope. We're not right? that. We're not a hospital. Grocery stores by customers. Grocery stores by customers. In other words, 
grocery stores, if you work in a grocery store, you're not a customer, or if you just go in to walk around there and not be a customer, I guess you could smoke a cigar there, according to this. Elevators. Uh, I'm going to try that over at Market Basket. We've got our friend Steven over here works over there. We'll see if. Elevators, gondolas, not that we have any gondolas, but elevators and gondolas. Hang on a second. A, go- a gondola. Isn't Gondolas? That, isn't that just a boat with a... I think so. A little roof. Yeah, and you sing, you sing Italian songs that you... I, you can't smoke in a gondola. You cannot. Wait a minute. I thought a gondola was uh, used at ski resorts to take you up to the top of the mountain. You have a ski lift or a gondola. Ah. Oh, ski lift, yes. And we got a, we got a, a, a head shaking out there. Um, <laughs> public conveyances. Hang on. More important question. What the hell is the boat with the roof on it then? It's a gondola as well. Is that also a gondola? That's right. a gondola as well. We got it. I, I Two think, gondolas. I think so you cannot might... smoke in one. You can't smoke in one. I, we learned something. I think we might classify as an edu- place of education. Maybe. Now. Very doubtful. <laughs> um, I, want, I would like the law changed on that. I'd like gondolas <laughs> as a boat to be taken off. <laughs> Public conveyances, which is a train or a bus. Subway station. Restaurants or cocktail lounges, which there is no such thing. Doesn't exist. Except for a cigar bar, which allows smoking, but that's here. Enclosed places owned and operated by social fraternities and religious organizations. So the Elks Club, you couldn't do it. Correct. Which you can, but it says you can't. Okay. I'm so, a member of the Elks. Because now it becomes not a public, but a private. And right. then it becomes there, but uh, that's there too. So that is it. Okay. That is it for places that you can no smoke. So I say, wow, we can smoke. Smoking may be prohibited in enclosed public places of publicly owned Buildings and offices, including workplaces, other than those listed in paragraph one, which I just recited to you, effectively, ineffectively segregating smoking permitted areas designated by the person in charge, which would be me. So I designate the whole cigar store as a smoking, and there's a sign in there that says this is at each door of each store that this is a smoking area. Yeah. Anybody coming in here? Wants it anyway. It's a freaking two guys smoke shop. shop. Smoking shall be totally prohibited in any enclosed place if smoking cannot be effectively segregated. If I say the whole thing is there, I think I'm covered anyway. It it is segregated. Person in charge may declare any facility a non-smoking in its entirety. Therefore, person in charge may declare any facility smoking in its entirety. I'm adding that. Centers on there. Sure. If I can do it, it's a fair conclusion. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is Exhibit A is what I'm going by, and this is how I perceive it. Thirty-one years smoking cigars in the smoke shop. We've had the only confusing thing in there is the gondola part. Everything else is pretty straightforward. We've had New Hampshire governors in the store, senators, everybody. We've done fundraisers for them in the store with the smoking. Everybody knows that we do it. We have a giant sign out there. That smokes. That says, that not only smokes, but says smoking aloud always. Always. And all of a sudden this is coming. So my question is why? Yeah. Who is up to what? Yeah. Why is this going on? And we have a lot of problems in this state. And this ain't one of them. There's a lot of problems. But let me tell you, smoking in a smoke shop is not the problem here. Mm-hmm. So what is going on? And as I say, I am prepared to go all the way with this thing. And um, they're not done. So they started hitting uh, other stores after that, even on Saturday. That was on a Friday that they hit us and Castro's. Oh, they're working overtime. 
they started hitting people on the set. Working. So time yeah, and a half. Right time, there. time and a half. Three people to do it. Two standing outside. By the way, basically on the highway with the cars going by, and that's where they're out to get fresh air away from us, and this is what's happening there. So we're 15 it, minutes in. I got a question. Yeah. Can we light up? Let's light up. 250 bucks. It's worth every penny. <laughs> I'll do it every day, all day. You're going to have to put me in jail to end up stopping this. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other cigar brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, excellence, and your right to smoke cigars. Amen. In because we have, the, shop. we have the right to smoke cigars. And I'm going to tell you something. you got to fight back. You if cannot. you roll over, we are dead. We are dead, and I don't care what it is. If you're, I don't know why you'd be listening if you're not a smoker, but if you are not a cigar smoker, you should stand up for my right to do it. You should. Or else they're going to come after you when they do. Listen, I'm not a soda drinker. You want to drink soda, they're going to stop you from drinking soda. In New York City they are. Right. I'll stand up for your right to be able to uh, uh, drink soda or buy soda, and I don't care how many ounces it is. Do whatever you want. Geez, you're old enough to make, make a decision. The government, that's enough of this government trying to tell us what we can and can't do, what's good for us. And, I mean, I can go into this for hours and hours. They're telling us um, that um, the issue is uh, secondhand smoke that is bad for you. I want to know where it says secondhand smoke is bad for you. I, I have no uh, uh, scientific thing that ever proved, and they say that it... it uh, you know, it's a killer and all this stuff like this. I have no scientific proof at all, nor do you. The only study done about secondhand smoke... Did my mic die? No. no. All right. The only study I've ever read about secondhand smoke says that once you're over the age of five years old, there is no nothing to I want to know smoke. the four-year-old that got hurt from secondhand smoke. And I say to you, go into a Yankee candle, for instance. That smell of those strawberry candles, I promise you, is not strawberries. It's chemicals burning, and it's not good for you. Yep. Go into where, you, where your uh, wife gets her hair done, and they're using all that kind of stuff that's, that, that's there. If that doesn't gag you to something wrong, go into a nail salon where their nails are being done. The, the people working in the nail salon are wearing masks. There's no mask for the person getting their nail done, just for the employees in there. That's a fact. That's a great point. Jack? Well, monograph number nine states that you're more likely to get cancer from a scented candle than you are from cigar smoke. You're not getting cancer from a cigar. You're not getting, yep. you're not getting secondary smoke, third-hand smoke, all this baloney. Somebody's got to stand up and stop it. And they think they're going to throw around tickets and that's going to end up uh, going away. Where they, they're going to just wear me down financially? I'm going all the way. All the way, baby. Supreme Court, if they'll take me, that's where I want to go. I mean, we have to fight this. We have to stand together. Yep. Don't accept it. All my uh, uh, friends in the cigar industry in New Hampshire, we stand together. Cigar Association in New Hampshire, we fight this to the very, very end. And that's it. Because if, if they roll over us here in New Hampshire, it's going to go from state to state to state. It's obscene. We're seeing it with the non-smoking laws. I mean, the smoking age requirement going to 21 right. across the country. Because nobody's end up fighting it and, and, right. and, you know, say it's unconstitutional or whatever you want to end up doing. You're telling me you have the right to vote for president of the United States and you don't have the right to, to have a cigar after the election? Yeah, it's messed up. I mean, it's crazy. You know what they're trying to you do? Can run, you can run for senator and you can't smoke a cigar. 
So you can make decisions for the, but you can't make a decision if you want to have a cigar or not. It's crazy. They're trying to they're trying to play the intimidation game, and you know who does the intimidation game the best? The folks at Vertigo. Yes, they do, because this is the intimidator. This is the intimidator. This is a quad jet lighter with the most big ass tank that you could fit in a lighter that'll fit in your pocket. Uh, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. This is my favorite feature right here is the neck tilts. So it's not four inches long. It tilts down, cuts the length of the lighter down by half an inch so it fits into your pocket easier. No, I'm not happy to see you. That's my Intimidator by Vertigo. It's twenty four ninety nine. So we did light the cigar up. This is an expensive light. But what are we smoking here, Are Barry? we breaking the law, by the way? We are. Yes. Yeah, we're breaking the law. We are. And we're going to do it every day. Well, and come to any of our stores, Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire. And come you- break the law with us. <laughs> For the second year in a row, La Florida Dominicana has left their TAA release up to the wallets of the elite retailers that make up the Tobacconist Association of America. This year, the company offered a San Andreas Mexican wrapper over a Cameroon binder with Dominican filler in three sizes. The sizes were 5.5 by 50, 6 by 54 box pressed, and a 6 and a quarter by 60. After the retailers placed their orders for each specific size, the results were tallied up, and according to John Carney of La Florida Dominicana, the winner by a landslide is the cigar we are smoking today, the 6x54 Prensado box pressed that we retail for nine fifty before any local taxes, and it will be available in about 45 days. Nice. It's the one I voted for. I voted with my wallet. I ordered 100 boxes of these. So if you're going to come here and you're going to break the law, we don't even have them yet, but when we do, uh, it's a nice cigar to break the law with. Um, a initial taste of bourbon immediately. Absolutely. It's like a barrel-aged thing going on here. We've got some barrel yeah. age going on. It certainly does taste that way. Sweet yeah. bourbon. There's, there's something happening here. My first time smoking this. What, right now? Yeah. And you bought 100 boxes. Yes. Because I believe in La Florida Dominicana. That's yeah, they're not, they're not going to let I, us And I down. chose it because I chose the size that I think the size will sell best. Mm. Yeah, I think you hit a home run. This is a wonderful flavor. It's like a hun- I'm getting like a honey uh, yeah. bourbon. A little honey, a little bit of oak. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Oh, like, what like about you, Jay Goose? Honey Jack? I've never it's had it. Is there a honey jack? There's a honey jack. Yeah, really? There is. I've never had it. You put it in the freezer. It's Heidi's favorite. It's a good time. It's okay to drink honey jack as long as you're not smoking a cigar along with it. In a cigar shop. <laughs> you know what it is? They're trying to make it like the liquor store where you just can't go and drink in the liquor store. So maybe they don't want you to smoke cigars. Here's my, cigar I, I got a question. I want to follow the money here. What, who's doing this? Who's behind it? I got to get all the information. I got to listen. They're hiding behind a curtain. I want to know who all of a sudden on a Friday afternoon, three people yeah. after all well, these years come out 20 years. And they, then they said nowhere, they just right? got, they said they just got funded. And I said to some power powers to be, we're at a deficit in this state, like every other state is. There's no money around, and you're funding three people. This is really the, this is what's going on here. Okay, I hear you. I mean, it was, it was ugly. Friday was ugly. I gave them till Monday to um, make it go away. It's not going away. Hmm. And now it's war. It's go time. It's war. This is fucking war. It is. It is. 
now I'm really angry. I couldn't, be, I couldn't be more angry. Now he's really angry. Uh, Johnny Dangerously. Do you ever see it? No. no oh, you've got to watch it. <laughs> now we have to. <laughs> now you have to. I'm on vacation this week, so maybe I'll watch vacation that as one of problems. my... So, uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. give me a mailbag to make me All happy. Right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Cigar Rory writes, You broke the law. Why should we care that you got caught? Get over it and quit whining. Pay your fine and shut up. Wow. I will not pay the fine. I will not get over it. I am fighting to the death. I am fighting to the death. I will not, and you should not either. This is a real email that came in. Here's the thing, guys Mm -hmm. listening, girls listening. This isn't just about cigars. As Dave mentioned earlier, this could lead to other removal of our rights. Yes. Absolutely fight to the death. This is fog and war. And that's how you have to treat it. This all falls into the people that believe TAA still, uh, not TAA, FDA is still not going to happen. Oh, my God. Hoping. Did you figure out what, what, what triggered this? I mean, they're no. sitting on their hands for all these years, and then all of a sudden they randomly come out because they got funded. Nope. Is there any change in regulation or legislation? Or? 2007 is when the law went in. 2007 was the law of no smoking in restaurants happened. I fought it single-handedly, uh, yelling and screaming all the way through. I lost by seven swing boats in the House, 400 members of the House. By myself, I ended up doing it. Other cigar associations wow. in the country refused to fight along with me. I quit those organizations that wouldn't end up fighting along with me. Uh, Why wouldn't they fight? They said that it was a losing battle. Losing battle? Because there's 400 of them. We're going to lose by so much. Seven swing votes would have made all the difference in the world. I wouldn't be dealing with what I have to. That's why you can't let something go by. No smoking in restaurants. Most restaurants didn't allow cigar smoking anyway. Why fight that? Why fight that? Because here it is. What are we, nine years later? Yeah. They come back and say, now you can't smoke in the cigar shop. So you have to fight it along the way you have to because it's it. going to come get you eventually. We didn't even have the, the restaurant association fight it, that they sat back and didn't even fight back. Again, I was the only person fighting for oh it. Oh, my God. And what ends up happening to the restaurants, in the next two years, the most restaurants in New Hampshire ever shut down. Because True. you go there, you smoke a cigar, you end up going for a before-dinner drink, maybe an after-dinner drink, maybe it's you get the dessert, you stay longer, you, 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 the, the tip becomes higher, yep. Every, everything ends up getting better. Let the restaurant itself decide what they want to do. If you as a non-smoker go into the restaurant and say, I don't like it here, it says smoking, I'm not going in there, believe me, it's a capitalistic environment. Yeah. The, the tour will make it no smoking well, if that's the way the it is. The other thing to look at is, before 2007, let's consider how many restaurants were 100% non-smoking. None of them. Right. There's a very small amount. They all had at the hearing, smoking sex. This was actually two restaurants that um, said that um, they had no smoking already, and they were there fighting for it that every restaurant would be non-smoking. Oh, because they were going to fail. They were going out of business. So they said, we're doing so well, and my argument to that was, if you're doing so good, why do you want to force your competitors to have to do exactly what you are, and you're going to do it? They were saying they have the most employees uh, come to work for them, the best employees go there, and all that. And I said, if that's the case, then why would you want to force that to be yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you guys are dying, and you don't want smoking in there, so make everybody do what you don't like. Right. That's what you want to do. The two restaurants was Margaritas and Louie Louie. And both of them, I've never stepped foot in them yeah, ever, I ever again. That, I knew Louie Louie, so I've never gone in there ever. But I didn't know margaritas. Yep. I'm never going there again either. That was it. Ever. 
Speaking of never going into again, and maybe this will be safe for later, but any update on um, the A's? We'll leave it at that. I, want to, I don't want to say their names, Dave. Uh, I'll say it in, in the negative way. Um, American Airlines and American Express, uh, it's going nowhere. And my wife spent a lot of time on a three-way conversation telling a story again. It said it was not good, that um, uh, they, they heard her out. Uh, nothing has happened. More than a week has passed. And uh, they've done nothing. They should have done it fast and efficiently. You yeah. want to make your customer happy. I spend, I spend a couple of million dollars a year on American Express. Do the right thing. Are you guys crazy? You're taking three and a half percent from every store owner, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna use a Visa card instead, and you're gonna lose three and a half percent of two two and a half million dollars or whatever I'm spending there. It's are nuts. You, are you crazy? It's oh nuts. God. Just and I'm right. I'm absolutely 100%. right. You stole my money. Not you, American Express. American Airlines actually stole my money. They took my tickets, sold them to somebody else. They got paid well, twice for the same right. ticket. Yep. You stole it. Now, it should be them that does it. The unfortunate thing for American Express is I had them do the travel plans, <coughs> and they're supposed to protect me. That's their idea. Now, I'm going to continue to go further from there. I want to fight with American Express and have them fight for me, mm-hmm. which is what they do. And now we put in the thing and say, okay, when the bill comes at the end of the month, here's the bill. We want to dispute those charges. But the problem with disputing those charges is I was only paid $890 for each of those tickets. The $2,700 tickets were the first class all the way. That's the one they stole. And that was too long ago that I bought those. So, so I can't dispute those. I can just dispute a, a $890 time two ticket. Uh, so I'm not happy enough. I want $2,700 twice, and that's what I want back and an apology. That's what I'm looking for, American Airlines. That's what I want from you. And, an and I'm still not happy at that point because, listen, mistakes happen and, and things end up happening. We, we're not batting a 1,000 here uh, in our retail thing. Something happens, but when you make the mistake, you do it fast and effectively. And immediately. Right. As, as fast as you can possibly do with your apology and overcompensate uh, that person that you put them out for. And you know what you get after that? You get a lifetime. raging fan. Yeah, lifetime. Even though you made a mistake, because yeah. everybody makes mistakes, you get a raging fan from that. I'm the opposite. Even when they make good, I'm telling you right now, you make good, I'm still not doing business with you. I, I hate you that much. <laughs> it took too long. Yeah. Now I'm really angry. You were awful proud of yourself over there, Charles, with your little sound bites. He's angry. He's angry. So, anyway, I'm enjoying this cigar, and I've been angry all week, so it doesn't matter. It's not having an effect of the taste of the cigar. It's good. It's burning beautiful. It's a nice cigar. It's coming out when? Uh, About 45 days. About 45 days. About 45 days, yes. Yeah, I'll be uh, 250 times 45. How deep will times three stores? How deep (laughs) will I be in at that point? (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. But I I think all of us in New Hampshire are going to be doing the same thing. They're going to have to take us all down. That's the way to do it. Safety in numbers. Yeah. It's better than fighting by yourself. So that's the great thing about the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. So, Barry, uh, last week's question. Well, it's time for the question of the week, brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fills from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba, Duran Cigars. Last week, if you ever smoked a Candela cigar, and for the second week in a row, we have a tie. 50% of you said yes, 50% of you said no. 
There were numerous write-in votes, wow. however, that said their first Candela experience came from the care package, and we moved those votes into the yes category, making it a 50-50 tie. Mm. So you weren't in the Cigar Authority care package, you missed out. Here we go. This week, we want to know what group of cigar smokers do you consider yourself to be a part of? The choices are bundle smoker, budget smoker, geek stick smoker, or premium cigar smoker. The question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars, and as always, you can vote on the CigarAuthority.com just below the Duran advertisement. And when the question is asked, what are you smoking, the answer should be Duran Cigars, the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba. So are you saying that the geek stick is not a premium cigar? Not always, because like, the geek stick will be the limited edition, small production cigar. You know, it would be, so it's like for a example, mi- microbrew guy. The for guys example, it would be La Flor Dominicana Lenox. It's a regular production, but it's produced in limited numbers. Or the Tatuaje TAA, which will come out later this year. That, yeah, and that's the stuff you chase, in other right. words. So a geek stick cha- is a chaser. A chaser. Okay. I'm going to say we're going to get a lot of those. So would someone think that would listen to the show, right? The, you, you're really into it if you yeah. if you listen to the show. Would I don't so, think you're a, a bundle buyer. I don't think. We'll see how it turns out. But somebody that's going after a limited edition asylum would they be considered a chubby chaser? Ah, ah. just wondering. There we go. There we go. Okay, so early thoughts on the La Flor Dominicana 2016 TAA edition coming out in a few weeks. Well, I'll tell you, this has a nice tight ash. There we go. I'm going to use that in a little while. I'm getting a lot of notes of uh, espresso. I'm getting vanilla. I still got that sweet bourbony liquor type quality to it. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that like that honey on a aged barrel. Barrel aged. We don't know if it's barrel aged. It is. Definitely. That's what I taste. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back. What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? Meet our sponsors. Help them by helping us to help them. Or help to help you. you, To help us. Uh, Anyway, uh, we're going to have that deal. The latest Cigar Journal has crossed uh, our desks. We're going to flip through it. And uh, we're going to play some basketball. Yeah, it's a sport. It's a sport. We play sports. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series, from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. It's not Mr. Anything. It's not Mr. Anything. It's not. It is Mr. Jonathan Carney. We're back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast, almost six years running, about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them, like what we were talking about. I play sports, actually one, basketball, and the season has begun And the latest, The Cigar Journal, has hit the shelves. Welcome back, everybody. Just quickly, uh, this week's uh, sponsors deal that's out there is a eight-pack of various sizes of Brick House in a Brick House mug. And it is uh, $39.99. Includes shipping. And um, that is going to stay up until Monday at noon. Yes, yep. 12 noon. And Monday at noon, it switches over. And just a heads up of, uh, I know a lot of people listen to this uh, later on uh, during the podcast, going to work on Monday. Uh, Monday at noon, it is going to change to Indian Motorcycle, six-pack, three natural, three Maduro, include shipping, thirty nine ninety nine. All sponsors of the Cigar Authority help us help them by making a purchase uh, with them. So uh, I, I was digging through my paperwork during the break, and I found the uh, thing of the secondhand smoke that I was looking for. Uh, secondhand, this is according to New Hampshire, uh, secondhand smoke is a mixture of smoke exhaled by those who smoke in the smoke that comes from burning end of a cigarette, cigar, or pipe. One in every eight people, they say, die from tobacco-related diseases is a non-smoker. Hang on a second. If they die... From a disease, and they are not a smoker. How can you say, in fairness, that that is a that is why tobacco-related illness? Not at all. It's ridiculous. Wow. In fact, it, it's ridiculous. It is not a educated guess. It is nothing. It is monograph number nine proved, proved they proved, proved that that's not true. That that's not the case. They say childhood illness and even deaths are attributed to secondhand smoke. Tell me one. 
Just one. I want to know one. My that has ever happened smoked to. cigars when I was little in the car with the windows up. <laughs> now, you, you, another question was asked is, um, why did this start? Who ended up uh, making this happen? Any person who suspects an enclosed place is not in compliance with the ISA may submit complaints to the New Hampshire Department of Health and Human Services. So maybe that happened. I want to know who my accuser is. Uh, I'm guilty, but I want to know who my accuser <laughs> is. And I don't, deserve to don't be... Admit that. Don't you have a as right your, to face your accuser? Yes, I do. As your legal counsel in this matter, I would advise you not to admit on the air that you did anything wrong. They don't listen to this anyway. Nobody's listening, right? Um, Cigar Law's listening. If smoking is totally prohibited in a building, the, and the external sign is in place to that effect, mm-hmm. that's what I, which we have. I mean, I, I went through line after line of this of this crap. And uh, well, if they're interpreting it a different way, then we need to change the law and interpret it my way. That's the way it is. Dave did it Dave's way. He did. I'm ready to take my shot. All right. So uh, this is Ashketball. Those that don't know how to play Ashketball, it happens every March uh, at your favorite cigar shop around the world. Can, oh, boom. boom. First shot. Right in. Dead center. That's what we call it. That, that's swish. how to do it. That's how to do it because you're a professional. I am. You've been doing this for years. So uh, Ashketball was uh, original. Originally came from Victor Vitali. No kidding. Tortuga cigars. Uh, he was working in Philadelphia at a cigar shop way back when, uh, as a child, basically, uh, but over the age of eighteen. Just in case, uh, <laughs> you, you never know who's listening at this point, point. Um, and. They would, um, in between customers, they had a long ash. They put the ashtray over there so many feet away from it and then flick the ash into the ashtray and keep count. From a regulation standpoint, we're a little too close to the ashtray, but the official one-point line is six feet. Right. And then you back it out to eight feet to get two points, and you back it out to ten feet for the three-point If you want to play official, like, you know, basically it's uh, horseshoes, right? It's like basketball. Basketball? Basketball would be like basketball? It's like basketball. And, okay. And in horseshoes, all you need to do is get close. Oh, yeah, in this case, to, you have to get So it, it is basketball. It's going to basketball. Winner. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So he taught me that many, many years ago and would stand around doing it as you're talking. Um, and we actually set up courts in March at our store to do it. And you can win a prize and try to make a little fun of it, and what you should be doing is practicing all year in your garage, outside, or whatever, or have a nice vacuum if, do. you, yeah. if you're doing, because we actually smoke in the shop, like it or not. Uh, they're going to have to take me away in chains to stop this, but we'll see what happens. And what was the, uh, the three-pointer, nine feet, 12 feet? Ten feet ten for the three-point shot. Six, eight, and ten. All right, Six, the, eight, and ten. The record, as of right now, mm. is a shot from 15 feet. Wow. In order to pull that shot off, you have to have the perfect storm. You've got to have a very thick, dense Heavy ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only cigar I've been successful sinking a 15-foot shot with is Asylum Ogre. 70 ring gauge. Nesta Miranda. This is the Nesta Miranda story. Me and Jonathan, yeah. we were there. Um, it was in March a couple of years ago. He came to visit, and we're sitting around in the couch area of the Nashua store. And hadn't said anything to him, and he's explaining whatever he's saying to him. And Jonathan takes a shot from the seat. Boom, misses it. Boom, it explodes onto the floor. And it's a nice, clean store. Our stores are well-kept uh, mm-hmm. uh, retail stores. And he doesn't say anything, and I don't say anything. 
uh, I don't even actually look to see if he made the shot or anything. He would have said, I got it if he did, because that's the rule. <laughs> and uh, you got to rub it in, that you, just like he did when he, when he got it in there. And so he doesn't say anything, because most shots are misses. Yeah. So he says nothing, and we continue to talk. And then my ass gets a little longer, and then without saying anything, I take the shot. And then he says, okay. I saw him do it before, and I didn't say anything. But he, you know, maybe you didn't see it, and you, he's going to get in trouble, but you just did it. What the heck is going on here? And I said, oh, this is basketball and whatever, and we clean up as, as the day goes on and stuff. But just one time a year, don't do it in our store all year round. Right. You got a short window to do it during basketball season. Other than that, See, you put it's in a the, seasonal activity. It is. Absolutely, shop. it is, and Absolutely. it's a sport. Not and like sports. smoking cigars in a cigar shop, which is year round. Right. This is seasonal. Yes. Yeah, and you practice, and you and you get and you get good at it, like any other sport. And that's it. You, it's practice makes perfect. I'm going to take my shot in the meantime. All right, go ahead. I'm going to see if I can be Woody Harrelson over here and you know make my shot. Well, you can't beat him because you can only make nope. it. Oh, so he. Wah, um, wah, wah. So he says. So what do I have to do? And I said, Well, you can get up and walk over to it closer, and you go six feet away, and then you take the shot. He says, Well, he shot and you shot right from here. Can I just shoot from here? And he was the furthest one away. And I said, yeah, I said, it takes practice. You stand up, you get a better shot. You got to get a lob going on. Yeah, he's inside the, the, the 10-foot window. I mean, yeah. he's, he's going for a three-pointer at yeah. this point. So uh, he says, well, I'm just going to do it from here. And I said, whatever you want to do. He says, really, do you don't mind? And I go, no, this is the thing. This is what you we do. do. It. So he says, okay, I feel funny. I'm going to make a mess or something like this. And I said, no, no, just go for it. He shoots. Boom. First shot in his life ever. Wow. It goes in, and he says, that's it. I'm never shooting again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every I, shot I he's quit. ever made. <laughs> yeah, he goes out the champ. So, yes, we, we find that, you know, you've you got to have an arch to it. Yeah. Because if you try to go straight on, you're going to end up, it drops, right? Biggest so you, rookie mistake people make is they try throwing like they're throwing a baseball, and they flick too soon. So they end up rotating the ash backwards and breaking it off, and it falls on their wrist. Right. The trick is you line the ash up with your cigar, and you push the ash with yeah. your cigar so you're not bending it. And it just a split second after you think you should flick, you flick. And by flick, you mean you tap? You tap it. ever so gently tap to break the ash free. You don't want to split your cigar. One dude was playing because we play in all three stores. So I get a crowd going in Nashua, and... People are cheering each other on, and this guy comes up with a $21 Padron. Destroyed it on his first oh, shot. Oh, no. He flicked the thing so hard, he exploded the whole end of his cigar. It was terrible. I felt bad. All right, so this is how it's done. Absolutely. Huh? That's... And he called the shot. That's how it's done. That's pretty good. There, there was a rim rocker. It went in. Yes, That's it all did. that matters. <laughs> wasn't nothing but net, I'm but it went in. <laughs> You're have a little far away. further away. I'm lower than the basket or the ashtray. Stand up. Do whatever you got to do, man. Right. I don't want no excuses. Just right. get it in. I'm going to take Jonathan's advice. Push it up. Push it and flick it. Oh, it didn't even come off. Too gentle. <laughs> Shooting and blanks, Chuck. Oh, oh all right. so close, but no cigar. Yeah, a little, little to the left, but uh, that's the idea of it. So I'm scared to hit our speaker stand, <laughs> which is right behind the ashtray. Right, right. So here we go. The latest cigar journal has crossed our path. Awesome magazine. I know I say it all the time. It smells great, too. It smells great? Yeah. You ever smell it when you open up the plastic? Yeah, no, because it comes to seal the plastic. <laughs> yeah, it smells really good. 
like flashbacks to you know sniffing glue in kindergarten. There we go. <laughs> that answers some questions right there. <laughs> Sniffed it. Yes. Cigar it's, Journal. Ahead, That's it. weird. I'm Spring good. edition, 2016. The only magazine that comes in <laughs> tri-language. It's trilingual, yes. Trilingual, okay. Spanish, you, German, English. Trilingual. Huh? Uh, the edition coming into the United <clears throat> States at this point, and I believe this is the first one to do this. This is the first <coughs> one in Spanish and English, and then they have a version that goes into Europe, which is German and English. So everybody thinks Barry coughs all the time, but he doesn't. Only no coughing at all, all, all day. Yep. And then the, the show starts, and he starts coughing. I say, you think this is psychological? And he says, yes. It happens it's all the time. He moves his mic up, which is smart. Right. Or down, so I'll Sorry. mute it, and then I'll you know, leave it mean. up there, and <clears throat> there he comes. Yeah, it's like Jonathan with his retro hail and his cough, and I don't know. Yeah. 146 pages of yep. full-color cigar awesomeness. And I will tell you, folks, the best page in the entire magazine this season is page 139. And I'll just leave it at that. Hey, Chuck, do you remember Chuck Knobloch? Yes. Uh, shortstop, Yankees? Second base. Second couldn't base. throw to first base during a game. Right. During practice, all day, perfect throw. <laughs> I feel like the Chuck Knobloch of cigar podcasts. There you go. Chuck Knobloch. And you knew the answer to that, huh? That's crazy. Uh, groundbreaking invention of the uh, ear purifier, indoor ear purifier. Oh, uh, the Albrecht Altec. Yes, only cost three hundred thousand dollars to install. Whoa! Every two minutes, it replaces one hundred percent of the ear. Very interesting how it works. It's uh, pinholes in the ceiling, cool, and pinholes in the floor. So as the smoke is being pushed, as the clean air is being pushed into the building from below the floor. The smoky air is being pushed out, out through the ceiling. So you have a complete air refresh awesome. the way it should be through suction Because smoke and goes pushing. up, right? right? Smoke rises a lot of A lot of people do, do it wrong uh, in their cigar shops and everything. Uh, you want the fresh air coming low mm-hmm. and exhausting high. And it's done wrong a lot of times. And I know because of buildings because we actually have it wrong in the Nashua store. We have no choice uh, oh, because of the big vents there. So they're at the same height. But would it be nice if we could get it down there? But it's glass in the front, and you just, just couldn't do it. Uh, we got a shout-out to Dave uh, and our January 9th show from this year where he rated the magazines. Uh, and also they want you to know that May 5th kicks off this year's Cigar Trophy Awards, the only 100% consumer-driven, consumer-voted award in cigars, with the categories being Best Cigar, Best Brand, Best Value, Best Accessory, and Best Cigar Lounge. Oh. Two guys smoke shop. Can we get a? I don't know if we can get best cigar. Can we, get a little, we can't smoke in our cigar. Can we get a little love there? Oh, we will. But that's why we should get voted. Have we they should. hit the other stores? Have they hit Salem and uh, Seabrook? No, not they, as It of yet. seems they hit it, people that had multiple stores. They only hit one of their stores. Can we claim ageism because Freddie is the oldest one? And that's <laughs> why they went after him. Is there something there? Ah. They wanted to just go for the weakest link. Black Lives Matter. What the hell is? <laughs> I don't know. He was smoking a Maduro when they came in. It seems everybody's going to the racist thing. Can we throw anything we can at them? Whatever we got. Um, You're out of control. I'm out of control. You're out of control. You go to CigarTrophy.com, by the way, and you can uh, start the voting process as of May 5th. So I love looking at the ratings because I am one of the tasters there, and I want to see if any of the things that I 
that I tasted blind made it. And more, now I'm starting to get deeper into it. I actually see if any of the verbiage I use. So I'm not good as you guys, but, you know, if I say something is cinnamony or spicy or whatever, so I keep my, my old ones and then I match it up to see if it, uh, any of the words, uh, things came out. Uh, one of the highlights uh, of it, of something I rated very high, ended up being rated at the very, very top, and it was the Perdomo Small Batch Sun Grown 2005 Rothschild gets the highest rating yep. of a 92. Yep. Exact number that I gave it. I love Seven that. cigars tied for that, but yep. I think only one deserved it. Yeah, I don't know about that, but um, then you got uh, the Asylum 13, which I was very surprised to see at a 91, the 7 by 70. Another one coming in at 91 is the Avo Synchro Robusto, which... Just in just because it's Avo's 90th birthday coming up, they should have just dropped it a point and gave it a 90 so it all tied together. Yeah. But they gave him a bonus The Synchro's an awesome cigar. Yes, it uh, is. Camacho barrel-aged. Uh, neither of the two, which, which I got in my tasting, but they both got 91. But also interesting is the lowest-rated stuff. Hmm. At the very bottom, at 86s. San Cristobal Cuban? Yes. And a Villager. Yep. A Villager, I don't know what that is. La Meridian? La Meridian, Short Churchill, 86. Not bad, 86 anyway. I mean, when I was in school, if I ever got an 86, let me tell you, I was alert in the media. Out, yeah, you'd be <laughs> taken out for dinner, yeah. celebration. By the way, by the way, yes. congratulations to your daughter, Jean. Yes, yes. Huge. Cum laude thing, whatever it is. What does that even, even mean? Top uh, 5% of her is class. That- she gets a sash that she had when she walks on to get the thing. But it turns out we've got to buy the sash. Are you kidding? I'm like, really? $200,000? Are you kidding? Don't give me the sash. Just for the hell of it. I know it means nothing. I don't know if it's 20 bucks or whatever it is. Just give it to me. Give it wow. to me. Wow. I'm oh going again. God. Another thing of, uh, <coughs> you know. Boom. Two for two. Two for two, baby. <sighs> don't try this at home, folks. Two for two. It doesn't yeah. happen. You've got to be a mess at home. You've got to be a professional. You know, it's years and years of practice. It really isn't. Just you could do it. <laughs> I have faith in you. It's not that hard. You are the Tiger Woods of basketball. <laughs> you got you to start doing trick shots, Mr. John. Mm. Behind the head, can, behind the maybe back. Maybe we can move you around to different, um, yeah. different uh, places, different stores across the country. Harlem Globetrotter <laughs> yeah. of basketball. Yeah. Trick shots between the legs. Can you do anything where you light it too and you light your cigar a funny way and then uh, yeah. do only, some trick, trick I, shots under the leg? Yeah, behind well, the back, under yeah. the leg, diaper shot. Blindfolded. There's That's also an, Not under... Handed, by the way, it's while you're wearing a diaper. Yes, you take the shot. Infantilism. Yeah. Uh, Fuente Newman Charitable Foundation just opened the very first nursing school. There's an article in the uh, unbelievable magazine. Work they do there. Yes. Unbelievable. Work awesome they do. story on Berta Brava. Yes. Guarabera. Uh, also, everything you ever wanted to know about San Andreas tobacco, mm. Mexican San Andreas. Did you know why that? Like, it seems like the last few years that San Andreas is. It's been used a lot more often. Well, since they changed it from Mexican to San Andreas, they changed the name. It's actually the same exact thing and always been used. But, uh, you know, Mexican tobacco had a – it was the lowest price stuff, and it had a bad stigma to it. But they also lowered the export tax on it. Ah. Yeah. Down from 45%. Which means it's even cheaper. Yes. But they end up calling it something different uh, there and was, make it popular. Wait a minute. There, there export is, tax was 45%. Export, yeah. Well, when you're done with all the fees, it was, it was actually 55%. Yeah, because there was a 10% fee involved as well. So yeah. eight years ago, it was illegal to import tobacco. Not from import, other, export. Okay. okay. They get the money. Okay. 
This is the Donald Trump thing here. Yeah, yeah. The unfairness that's right. going on. You, you hear it? And I know you're a Bernie Sanders guy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Please. So eight years ago, it was illegal to import tobacco from other countries in Mexico. And through some serious, aggressive legislation, they were able to get that taken care of. So they can import tobaccos from other countries to make cigars that are not Mexican Puro yes. anymore. Okay. Part of that whole thing, uh, the reason... Another reason for San Andreas has to do with not wanting the Mexican government not wanting to call it Mexican tobacco. Oh, really? Putting something a little sexier on it. All right. I did more research than what's in the article. I, right. I find that stuff it, fascinating. It, and it is amazing how when they started calling it that, that all of a sudden it was the new thing that was out there. Right. You know, I was in the nightclub business before this business, and I remember some of the big clubs in, in Boston, the owner who's still the owner today. I mean, they've had it for, for 40, 50 years, these clubs. Every five or six years or so, they would close it down for a week, paint the inside, and change the name on the front of it, and it was a grand opening of a new club. It was the same guy, same everything. They changed the name. Lines would do it. All of a sudden, it was the new hip place to go. And as it started peeking off and it's dropping a little bit, same thing. Okay, change it from this color to this color. Same crappy place. People I worked in them. People love grand openings. They love the new. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't take much to make something new anymore. That's it. So what, what do you think if we got two guys smoke shop and change the name of it? Would it, would it be hot? And it, you go to that new place, three guys smoke shop? Did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> or the cigar get, a, get a fine for smoking indoors smoke shop? Yeah, or do we change the name of the cigar authority after six years and we call it something else? Right. Would it be the hot new thing? The Catalina Wine Mixer. Catalina Wine Mixer yeah. cigar show. There we go. The friggin' Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah, I'm good. Catalina I Cigar think. Mixer. I don't like change that much. Catalina Cigar Shop? No, I think we're good with two guys Just smoke keep shop. keep it the way it is? The Cigar Authority. It worked for them. Uh, fascinating article about uh, cigar maverick Waldo Braden. The inventor of the cigar tube what? went bankrupt a couple of times. This is a, a story, Chuck, that you dig. I did not read this. Very, very There's so much in it, I'll tell you. you yeah, I keep this around till the next issue and flip through it, and you learn something. There's no other publication like Do you know it. what year the first cigar tube was used, if you had to take a guess? 1800. 1934 right. was its first use, but the company has a history Back to the 1800s. Didn't we see an old tube? Was it a J.C. Newman? An original old tube of something? Yeah. It was like one it's of the first. The and, and there was a cigar inside of it? Yep. Yes, in their museum. Yes. Yes. Yep. You were there, too. I remember, remember that very well. Yeah, absolutely. It was like the first tube. It might have been them. And we were surprised because it actually still had the cigar in it. Right. Yeah. Have you ever wondered how much the wrapper leaf... Affects the taste and aroma of your cigar. This is an argument that's been going on for a hundred years. But go well, ahead. Check out page one thirty six. That's all I'm going to say. That's right. Really good. Really good. There's, good. there's good stuff in there. So your thoughts on the Fluid Dominicana two thousand sixteen TAA? Cost us two hundred fifty dollars to smoke it. It was worth it. Is that each? Cost us two hundred fifty dollars each. No, I it? just paid the whole thing. I guess. <laughs> So I guess as many people as we can get to smoke cigars to come into two guys and do it. Barry shooting, another mess. That was a yeah. uh, we call that premature. Yeah, ashulation. I call it an <laughs> air ball or an air ash. I, I don't know if I have enough ash on here to make the shop, but I'm going to do it just because time's running out in this segment. So uh, it's not enough. Stuck. 
you want me to sink it for you? Dave shot blanks. No, you gotta get a, you gotta get enough of an ash to be able to shoot anyway. Anyway, when we come back, what's up in the cigar world? Lots says Barry, and he's gonna let us know the scoop. Uh, we're gonna pay another two hundred and fifty dollars because we're gonna light up another cigar. Or to that, we all set for the day, or I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, the cigar is from the care package, and we're going to let you know how you can join in if you miss the care package. Finally, we're going to tell you the answer. Um, and uh, I'm not even going to get into this American Airlines crap. You heard enough of it, right? We've definitely heard, heard enough. enough. Makes me sick anyway. So uh, that's it. We're going to be back in minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And it's very possible you've learned nothing in the past hour, but you can learn this from the show. When you're smoking your LFD 2016 TAA edition, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Rafael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Rafael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme 
is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. We're uh, playing a little catch-up in a mailbag, shooting a little hoop. Uh, Barry has what's going on in the cigar world. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. This is war. And with that, you are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes. YouTube or Podbean, where you can set it and forget it. What's the score right now? Two, uh, two to one, to one, zero, 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 zero. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm taking my second. I shot. finally have a game that I can win. You haven't won yet, so don't be proud. I'm ready to take my next shot. Yeah, it's over. Typically, you get two to possibly three shots per cigar. Yeah. <coughs> because you need the ash to get long enough. You got a good one there. Yeah. So I'm going to take one more puff, and I'm going. And for our viewing audience, I mean, if there's a reason to watch this mess, this is it. We've got the ashtray strategically placed right in front of our camera, right there. So as they shoot, and here goes Dave with the shot. Well, way short. Way (laughs) short. That's why you want to watch. You can see how short that was. That's the shortest shot of the day, Dave. That was almost (laughs) on the table. I think the ash was a little too long. Yeah. I don't know. I, I waited till the commercial break. I wanted to shoot it during the thing because you'll learn where the right yep. ashes to as you, yep. as you get to be. The right ash good. for this particular cigar is three quarters of an inch, and that's why I've sunk <laughs> all of my shots. You're also the closest to the basket. I leaned back. I was back here. All right. Same as Dave. Yeah. He's leaning forward, practically over the ashtray with his hand and missing. You cannot slam dunk. And I'm further than you. Not the way you just shot. I shot like this. I got little short arms. And I shot from here. It's the same distance. It's not the same distance if you're scented. How can it be the same? We're, we're, I didn't pick the spot for the ashtray. You well, did. The shortest distance is a straight line. Of course. You, Jay Goose, <laughs> have the straight line. The, all of you have a straight line. It's not like you're shooting on a curve. No, but we're, we're straight yeah. across. The only yeah, one obviously. at a disadvantage is Charles because he's all the way back there. But you told him he could stand up. He's choosing not to. 
I stood when I shot. He loves to you win. You guys are just mad. always a contest. You guys it's are just mad that I have a perfect score so far. You going to take one more shot, you think? Uh, no, with that cigar, I doubt it. Oh, come on. All right, so that's it. We're going to pass the next cigar out. I will say this, that typically La Florida Minicana is too full-bodied for me, and that was very pleasant. Mm, I like I'd it. I put it at a, at a solid medium. Lots of flavor, lots going on. I got a lot coming. 100 boxes. Got a lot coming. That's good. But we're going to be doing a La Florida Dominicana event. We got um, John Carney, Mr. John Carney, coming up for it uh, and I launching this. I think I could stomach that, Mr. John Carney. That, that's fine. But not Mr. Jonathan Carney? Not Mr. Jonathan anything other than me. That's it. I'm the only one. It's like Highlander. There can be only one. It says it on your license, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. Okay, uh, Barry, what do we got here? Well, El Baton, <clears throat> excuse me, El Baton was the original nickel stick, and it was introduced in 1914 when it was rolled with genuine Cuban tobacco in Cleveland, Ohio by J.C. Newman. In 2008, the cigar made a return as one size when J.C. Newman Cigar Company decided it was time to add Nicar- a Nicaraguan cigar to the portfolio. The company enlisted Tabacalera San Rafael, a factory owned by Fidel Olivas, and the result was an instant hit, but it wasn't until 2011 that the company decided to add another size. The cigar is a Nicaraguan puro, which means wrapper, binder, and filler are all from the Central American nation, and the cigar retails, depending on its size, from 629 to 729 which is a hell of a lot more than the original nickel it sold for. Yes, it is. This but- was the first cigar ever that I ever bought a full box of, which when it first came out... 50s, right? 40 count. 40 count. 40 count 40 box. Very, I mean, it's an, it was an expensive proposition, but I, I wanted to buy a box, and this is what I bought. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by... Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually load them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 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 And you know what we should have a sound effect for is when we light the cigar, it should be the sound of the old cash register as you open it, ching, and then coins coming because it's going to cost me $250 every time we light a cigar. So we were talking, and again, I mean, sometimes we do this. We, we come up with content during our breaks. I was asking the question, Dave, you know, apparently they just came out of the blue, right? They've yeah. been sitting, they could have done this weeks ago, months ago, years ago, but they just randomly, I'm using the word randomly, they came out on last Friday yes. to you and others, and apparently other shops default the next Saturday. The next day. The next day. The question I had is, well, why did they wait so long? Why didn't they do this sooner? And to, which you responded because of funding. Funding. They said they just got the funding. I don't buy it. I'm and, not and that buying was, it. And that was my argument to the politicians that we have a deficit in the state and you actually gave funding right. for this. We got a lot of problems. That money could be used very wisely somewhere else. And they showed up on a Saturday, which is overtime. So they're going to blow through their funding because this is the problem with the government anyway, that if you don't use it, you lose it. So they spend the money. They blow the money as fast as they possibly can. It's a disaster. This whole frigging country, never mind the state, the whole country is a mess. It's time for a flush out, right? It needs an enema. This country needs an enema. What this town needs is an enema. Absolutely. What movie? It was Batman. Yes, it was. The Tim Burton one. So the cold, well ju- cold drawer. Welch's grape soda. Water chestnuts. Maybe dipped in Welch's grape soda. I see the water chestnuts type of thing in the Chinese food. 
Wild chestnuts that are inside the, um, what is that dish? Not even close. It's Welch's grape soda. You guys are both out of your mind. I don't have any grape at all. I got a little barrel-aged type of taste in this, too. Maybe you have a Slight. drinking Maybe you have a drinking problem. Uh, I should have a drinking problem. I'm with Barry. I got, I'm getting walnut. What See, a chestnut. Or chestnut. I'm getting walnut on the pre-light. Well, I'm not going to be intimidated by this any is part of, your... of the This is part of the care package, so everybody's doing this along with us. So yes. make your decision what you end up doing. I'm saying there's a little barrel age going. we got some chestnut. we got water chestnuts, and we got grape soda. you got four <laughs> altogether different <laughs> things here. So uh, what do you have? Because uh, taste is subjective, I guess. And this question of the week is brought to you by yeah. Duran Cigars. So we're going to light up today with the Vertigo Intimidator. It's oh. twenty four ninety nine. Quad Jet. This one has features the flame that changes color. It goes for, to yellow and a little red. There's some flanges Good on the inside. Good for outdoors when you're golfing. You oh, can yeah. see it. You can see the flame. It's getting to be that time of year. Not bad. Spring is in the air. Uh, to- they were talking about a foot of snow tomorrow. I heard that. Turned down to, I think, three inches or something we're going to get, which would be nice. I'd rather three inches. But uh, whatever it is, is only going to last a little while. We had a mild one this year. Yeah. We got nothing to complain about. This was good. That's not too Poor late. Poor Barry to... comes in last year for the first time up here. <laughs> sort of worse. 16 feet of snow. And you know, I'm telling him before, no, it's not that bad. It was horrible. That was bad. So uh, this is. That was one of the worst ones. And this is one of the best. So we went from the worst to the <coughs> best. So, so far, I haven't had a typical New Hampshire winter. Right, in between, in between that somewhere is typically what happens. Yeah, and last year had the cold temperatures, yeah. freeze. Oh, it's brutal. This was uh, you know, I think you know why this year happened. I went out and bought an all-wheel dri- all-wheel drive vehicle. Mm, good, and then I didn't need it. Yeah. Well, and I bought a townhouse, and I don't have to shovel anymore. So. <laughs> <clears throat> this is uh, chocolatey graham crackers on the initial light. Schmore? Can you say schmores? No, there's no marshmallow. No? No, it's just chocolatey graham cracker. I had a s'more for the first time ever last winter. Really? You ever have icebox cake? No idea what that is. Okay. The trays that you put the um, ice in, right? The, when, the old-fashioned ice cube trays, the metal ones. Right, that, and you hit the thing. Yes. And, yeah. So you take the metal tray out. Okay. And you put graham crackers in. Okay. Then you put chocolate um, pudding then you put a thing of graham crackers. Then you put vanilla pudding. Then you put graham crackers in, and you put it back into the icebox. Also then, known as a freezer in 2016. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> and now you have icebox cake, and it's good. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. It's old. Old, old. <coughs> you haven't had it in years. All right, Laurie, make, make icebox cake for tonight. By the way, the chat room, they're getting walnut and a little bit of coconut. That's good. This is what we want to happen because yeah. you, you, you're part of the care package. Let us know. So walnut, you got it, and a little bit of what? Coconut on the retrohale. Coconut. Are you going to attempt to retrohale? Mm-mm. Okay. Come on. No, I've smoked this cigar so many times. I know it's too full-bodied to be uh, pushed through my nose. That's too much. You had a late night last night, Jonathan. Yes, I did. I uh, went to bed at quarter of seven. A.M. A.M. He was out swinging. And I got up at 9 (laughs) a.m. Two Two hours? hours. Two hours. 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't think I I made the 15 minutes awake. I hit the pillow and that was it. (laughs) Yeah? Good night, sweetheart. One of those things where I was so afraid I was going to oversleep. As soon as the alarm went off, I stood up and then figured out where I was and what was going to happen. Oh, my God. 
because if I put my uh, close my eyes for one second, it's over. Okay. What do you got for in the mailbag? All right. The uh, following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hey, Cigar Authority. Hey. I heard about the care package in an archive show and then heard about the new limit that you guys are putting on the care package list. Is it full? Can I be put on a waiting list? This is Peter. All right. Instead of a waiting list, and everybody's asking, and we, we stopped even saying it, but it comes in every week. We get a bunch of them, so we grabbed this because it came in and said, all right, let's make a decision here. Let's make a final decision so we can say this is the way it is. December 1st, I believe. December 1st. December 3rd. 3rd. December 3rd is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're going to open up care package sales on December 3rd. It's the first Saturday of December, and we'll go to 500 more, tops. But on December 31st, we're going to shut it off again, which is a Saturday. So we'll say it on that Saturday, too. We're going to shut it off. We can't be doing this thing. It's just not smart business. So eight and a half months from now, it'll be open again. And and I'm going to try not to say it often. Uh, So you're listening to it now. December 3rd, mark your calendar if you want to do it. It's $20 per month. We take your credit card. You're going to be charged immediately. Uh, when we have it on towards the end of the month, we ship it out. And then right before we ship it out every, every month after you can quit anytime you want. Have we had it? We had that one guy quit one guy, just one so far. All right. So one out of 500, uh, because he lost his job. Um, but we want you to smoke along with us. We want to get more people, um, doing exactly what's happening there. Tell us how wrong we are and what are you tasting. And it gets more people involved in it. <clears throat> it gets a cigar um, that maybe you never smoked before, that you're smoking along with the show. We're going to try to get manufacturers involved with if they want to get their cigar tasted. Mm. We'd like to get launches, um, well, pre-test nice? of, yeah. Of, yeah. of things that, just like La Flor Dominicana, you know, wouldn't have been nice to end up sending this out in advance of whatever it is and have them uh, decide uh, if this is the right size of whatever yeah. it is. Uh, whatever we can do to help get you guys involved with um, and open it up. And uh, I promise you at the end of that, that's going to that's gonna be it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. If I lose $10 on every one of these to go out and there's 1000 to go out per month, do the math. I mean, it's crazy, right? And there's been shipping increases, so you're including shipping yes. too, right? Yeah, it's $20 include shipping. And, um, you know, this particular one is actually a low-priced cigar. It's six fifty. I think you said, Barry, or something. Um, you know, but, you know... Believe me, it's 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 a it's a loser for us, but it's part of the show, right? So part of the show. We're going to do it, and we know you are taking care of us on the um, sponsors pack anyway, helping the sponsors out. So uh, that's working out too. So that's that um, of how it's going to go. December third, Saturday, they're going to go on sale that day. You'll have something on the website to be able to click and buy. Yes. Yep. And, and it won't work until then. Just to answer a question in the chat room, if you're already a member. You don't need to reinstate back in December. You will continue to be a member. member. Yeah, you're a member until you say you're not. Right. This is only for new sign-ups. And you say it goes to the 31st of December. Or or shorter. So on December 4th, if all 500 sell, boom, it closes. Yeah, Yeah. and it'll be off, and you'll say, why isn't this clicking? And we'll tell you at that point. But I'm not going to make it go into the next year and start adding people up. Uh, I cave, man. I I didn't even want to go any further, but... The demand. There's, there's so much of people asking, and we, we want you to be part of it. Believe me. Appreciate you listening to the show and, and the emails and everything that comes in. Uh, I don't want to be a jerk, but 
you understand, right? It's big loss every single time. So here's your chance. And then after you miss it at that point, you had two chances, right? Strike three. Yeah, you're out. Yep. So Whole Foods has a, um, a product, a peanut butter. So that you don't have to carry a peanut butter knife around with you. They have them in these Peanut butter knife. The, the, Do you have a special knife for a peanut butter? You don't? No. Peanut butter knife. Do you know really? what the universal symbol? I have a steak symbol? knife. I have a butter knife. Is it the same as a butter knife, a peanut butter knife? No, this, this is... Little, Separate. Yeah, it's completely different. Right. Peanuts on the, on the handle. On the, as very, the owner of a kitchenware company, yes. I've never heard of a, butter, a peanut butter knife. I'll have to look into that. Okay, maybe you can add it to... Maybe a yeah. little, that could be your third product. A little yeah. scoop to it, because you wish it had a little cup to it, right? To be able Can to get... I get on with my description? <laughs> so, anyways, they have these different peanut butters that you can get with different flavors, and you don't need a spoon or a knife to get at the jar, because they come in these little soft packs. You peel the side off, and really? you squeeze it onto your cracker. So, if you had one of these ones, which I just got the, it and the tried it... The peanut butter would have to be softer to be able yeah. to pull that off, right? You couldn't do chunky. No. No, it's smooth. Okay. It's smooth peanut butter. But even it would be not. It's like you're just messing with me right now. You, you know what's funny? Like for the people not watching, like he's literally about to lose his S. Yes. You ever get the you ever get the, the healthy peanut butter that has the oil and it rise and stuff and it's very, very thick. There's you a gotta, trick for that. Yeah. You store that upside down. And then oh, you don't have to deal with it. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. Yeah. Mind equals blown. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> the new, this new one that I tried, they have a vanilla-infused peanut butter, and they have chocolate, and they have maple, and so forth. But this reminds me, this cigar, of the vanilla peanut butter on the graham cracker. Now. You ever get the peanut butter with the jelly mixed in, swirl throughout the peanut butter and jelly in I've one thing? Yep. I've seen that. In the squeeze jar. Not squeeze. Uh-huh. Oh, really? I've seen it in a squeeze jar, oh, like the Welch's really? squeeze jelly. What, what a They've mistake that I made <laughs> talking about food with these two. Squeeze Why do I do it? would be awesome. All yeah. my flavors now are going to be shapes, so it's not food. <laughs> I taste square, I taste round, and I taste triangle. That's it. I like the peanut butter and jelly mixed together. It's been years since I was a kid. Yeah, That's the best sandwich with a glass of milk. Because you guys didn't do the fluff and nutter. Anywhere but New England. Yep. I'm talking to people around the world. Uh, right I remember now. the fluff and nutter. Fluff and nutter is peanut butter and marshmallow fluff, which is actually a product of Lynn, Massachusetts. Marshmallow fluff. <coughs> that I did not know. Only. Wow. And you, you talk to people <coughs> in Florida and stuff, and you say fluff and nutter or marshmallow fluff. They don't even know what you're talking no about. No kidding. Imagine that. I didn't know that. And we always have fluff and nutter. Never heard of it. You never know looking at me, I know, (laughs) but it's true. It's true. (laughs) One thing you could do with marshmallow fluff that that is so good is you can get it on a spoon and you get your Intimidator lighter here for $24.99 by Vertigo and you toast up the marshmallow and it's like having a toast marshmallow. Oh, there you go. But it's on a spoon and you can just keep going. You get hot chocolate, you get a big scoop of marshmallow fluff and you put it inside your hot chocolate. That's the best. That's the best. That's the best. This is good stuff. Yeah. So while you're enjoying life to its fullest, <laughs> it's important to be debonair. And how to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with 
suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, last week we talked about the debonair way to leave a conversation while on the phone. Well, how do you do it while you're in person? Here are some debonair tips to helping you leave a conversation in person without being rude. First tip here is to act, and I'm kind of doing this now, like you have to use the bathroom. This is a sense of urgency. Again, lying. It's not lying. It's <laughs> doing it in a way where you're not being rude. Okay. All right, so someone asked me to dance that I didn't want to dance with. Yes. She's kind of a wild person. And I said, I'm sorry, I have to use the restroom. I'll come right back. And I leave, act, leave I, the building. <laughs> I went out and I went into the bathroom in case she was spying on me to see if oh, I was I lying. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom yeah. and you went to the bathroom. I went into the bathroom. I have to get away so from I didn't you lie. and go to the bathroom. I didn't have to pee, but I did have, have to, go to, go to go to the bathroom <laughs> more than I had to dance with All right. her. Bingo. I, well played, Jonathan. Another one here is if you're at a social function or social, social gathering is to pass the person off. There's someone I want to introduce you to. Oh, I've done that to Dave before. Yes. Now, this could be a strategic move where if you wanted to put the annoying person who's just going on and on and not ending the conversation with maybe another talker, this would be your opportunity. Hey, there's someone I want to introduce you to and pair the two together. It's called the tag team, and you tag your partner. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> if it's in a work environment, and again, you're with a colleague or coworker who's just not shutting up, play the work, get back to work card. I've got a phone call I have to take care of, an email to attend to, or a business meeting. This is, again, doing it in a polite way where you're not offending the person, ending the conversation in a rude manner, but using what is at play here, work, as the excuse. That's how Dave avoids phone calls all day long. Oh, yeah, I'm, I tell him I'm in a meeting. They, they say I have a uh, – I don't even say it. I mean, it just No, I happens. say it for you. <laughs> yes, but uh, I have a good wall. You do. Good you wall. You do. Well, guys, those are just some debonair tips to help you become more gentleman-like and debonair. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Debonair Cigars and Rum. But the question is, every single time, are you debonair enough? Oh, yeah, I'm a professional at this one. I stand there and suck it up. Oh, no No, you don't. Yeah, I'm not going to make believe I got to pee. After like 15 minutes or 30 minutes and you're still with the same person and you're at a social event and there's other people you need to mingle with and you just can't get away from that person, these are strategies, Dave, that you can use in an ethical way where you can alleviate yourself from that conversation. I'm going to put you on the spot with a question from the chat room. Bring it. When you're in a cigar shop and somebody comes in and sits down, lights up to you, and kills the entire vibe of the room with annoying and pointless stories, Mm. what would you do? Walk up and leave. <laughs> leave. Right. He doesn't have to leave. You have to leave. You can't take it any longer. That's it. Yeah. Another thing I use is uh, eye contact. I put my hand on their shoulder, and I say, listen, i got to work the room. So, I, You heard me say that, too. Yeah. i got to work the room. Yeah. Hand on the shoulder. An event I'm at. Love to stay and chat with you, but I'm on the clock right now. i got to work the room. Thank you so much for telling me that pointless story that I don't care about at all. You don't say and that. You think you, it. You think stand it here loud. by yourself. And talk to the key to that working, I think, is the is the gesture of putting your hand on their shoulder, body contact, mm. the eye contact. It's a polite gesture, and it's you know. Yeah, I don't touch, and I don't like to be touched. Really, get, and you could. So really if you want to very piss close off Dave. to him, you get very close. <laughs> I don't to even him. watch it in my in my space. Awkwardly close, really make strong eye contact. Breathe heavy. Yeah. Now I'm really angry. <laughs> 
can make believe like you're coming on to him, and he'll leave. That's where I, that's where <laughs> I was Mr. going Jonathan, with that. Jonathan, yes. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink a lot. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> <laughs> this is going south real fast. You like gladiator movies? Mm. Yeah. I'm ready for a shot. Okay, so uh, mailbag. Oh, you're going to take a shot here. And oh, a miss. Short. Fail. So let's talk about short. Not quite reaching it. Not Nothing. quite reaching All right. Uh, following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. You guys don't seem to shy away from controversy. No. <laughs> Not us. I love the insight Barry, Dave, and Chuck, and I guess even Mr. Jonathan does bring to that? the table. Yes, it does. Yes, it's always your, 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 your. I would love to hear the worst three to five cigars each of you have ever smoked Ooh. and why they make the list. Oh, boy. Uh, Dave doesn't like this question. So uh, mm. why are you always made to be sport of? Why you know what the sport? Not basketball. I think our, our listeners like most is jabbing you. Yeah, it it seems to be the biggest, most popular thing to do. It's gratifying. Is well, it? it 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 goes a lot to to my hat that I'm wearing here. I love haters, and they love me, and that's what it is. We just have this special relationship. All right, so I'm, so I'm going to give you my worst cigar. And uh, probably paid for my first house. We still carry it to this day. But I've never been secretive of saying that I dislike it. And it, it kind of connects to what we were talking about earlier because it's Mexican tobacco. And it's Tiamo. Tiamo was our biggest selling cigar when we had the stores in Massachusetts, especially wow. the Boston store. Um, by far, it had the most loyal following and a very unique taste. Mexican tobacco has an earthy flavor. Dirt, and it's an, an all Mexican cigar. Therefore, it always tasted terrible, like dirty taste. And still to this day, once a year, I light one of those cigars up. I dislike it. It sells. Still to this day, it, it's okay. It's not what it used to be. It's one of those cigars where you know someone comes in and it's a guy that's getting the same thing. Let's say he was getting El Baton every single week. You say to him, "Have you tried yeah. X cigar?" And the Tiamo guy is the only guy Loyal. that will never try another cigar ever. Loyal, because nothing's going to quite taste like it. Now, really? Now, we know the, the, the uh, success of San Andreas right now, which is Mexican tobacco. This is an all-Mexican. If you end up liking San Andreas tobacco, smoke Tiamo because it's all that. But, I, but there's something to, I like Mexican tobacco as an ingredient, but right. not all by itself. And that's an all-by-itself type of taste. That it has. So, again, it has a loyal following. I ain't one of them. Uh, and we carry it. We carry it. We sell it. And that's that. The cigar that tastes like burning envelope glue, Onyx. You've always hated that. Yeah. Ever since the first time I lit it, and I've, I've probably only smoked it twice. It smokes just, itself. It does. Anyway, yeah. you just light it, and it just keeps burning yeah. and burning. So that one I'm not a fan that of. That was one we did a blind taste test on. That was one of the cigars that we sent out. Uh, we had done this years ago um, that we sent everybody eight cigars and then they picked their favorite one and then it became four cigars and brackets type right. of thing. We did it on the show. That's LFD ended up winning when we did it. The most so recent one. one of our customers, a scientist who actually discovered uh, created a machine that was, t- t- was brought to Mars and went uh, and landed in Mars, and they, it went into the soil, and it detected all the uh, um, 
minerals, minerals, and everything that yeah. happens in uh, that happened on Mars. It was the only thing that's still there. It's hmm. left on Mars. He invented this thing, made a fortune, and um, he created this thing. And when we did this um, blind taste thing, he said, "I'm going to have show you something very interesting at the end of this thing." And he had a uh, printout of a spectrograph, uh, spectrograph of every single cigar that was there. He said, I want to know what number seven was, mm. because that's not even a cigar. And I said, well, of course it's a cigar. I said, I'm not going to tell you till the end of this thing. He says, let me show you. And that everything was kind of the same shape. But this cigar, he says, there's something happening inside this cigar that's very different than the others. And that was Onyx. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. I didn't know yeah. that story. Yeah. Wow. So, what about uh, you, Barry? How about you, Barry? Well, if you remember when I was a guest on the show before I joined the show, um, I had a cigar that was rated like 60-something, and it was Andretti Cigars. Yes, I remember. No longer exists. Like Mario Andretti? Yeah. I don't know if there was a relation or anything, but like Mario Andretti. And it's right up there with uh, Chinook Cells. And a cigar that um, will be later named later that um, he blind-texted a cigar. Which uh, I have a feeling... Is going to be <laughs> that cigar? Yeah. Well, the okay. second one. The How about you, Chuck? Do you ever have something you just yeah, hated? Yeah. You know, and I, I was just thinking, you know, maybe this is why I'm the quote-unquote debonair guy, is that I really couldn't think of one until Mr. Jonathan said Onyx. We had that on the show. Yeah. And I just remembered it just tasted like chemicals or something. And was, let me tell you, another cigar we still carry to this day. Yeah. We, we, it has a following that yeah. ends up liking it. So that's it. It's like Moxie. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? You, you, most people are repelled by it, but there's people that that's what they buy every single week. Mm-hmm. So it's, I tried to like Moxie. All right. Have I you wanted tr- to. Have you tried to get two? If I get this, we got a, a tie, right? We have a tie. All right. So I'm ready now. Oh, ah, short yeah. again. I'm ready. I got to go dash here. Short Might be again. too long. I'm not Flick sure. Flick it a little bit later because you and I both just made the away. same you mistake. It's all right. Hey, it's part of the, uh, you know. Yeah, you're far away. It's, it's, the, it's That's the a three-point sh- shot at least. Yeah, he's close to a three-point. So I'm going to go like this, Jay. You like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all flick right. it a little later than you think. Boom. Oh, oh close. But no cigar. Got the lower <laughs> ring. Got the lower <laughs> ring. So uh, what do we got? What's up in the cigar world, Barry Stein? It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. This week saw three new arrivals to TwoGuysCigars.com. Two of them were from Nat Sherman, where you can now find Timeless and the TAA-exclusive Panamericana. And the other is from Asylum, the Asylum, Connecticut which is from Christian Arroyo and Tom Lazuka. The cigar is available in 50, 60, and 70 ring gauges. New trademark this week is General Cigar is filed for the phrase Be Inspired, and it's been a relatively quiet week in the industry, and some might refer to this as the calm before the storm known as FDA. Yeah. There's been a long list of athletes who have gotten into the cigar game from Louis Tiante to... Just get, Louis got, Tiante. Yeah, El Tiante Cigars. Uh, to Gary Sheffield, and now you can add Ocho Cinco to that list as Chad Johnson has launched Ocho Cinco Cigars. 
In Chicago, the city passed a measure to tax cigars an additional 20 cents on top of the county and state tax, making it a triple tax. And you will also need to be 21 to purchase and smoke a cigar in that city. And this week, some of the restrictions in place due to the Cuban embargo were lifted. Contrary to popular belief, smoking a Cuban cigar while abroad was illegal. It is now legal to smoke a Cuban cigar. What difference does it make if you're a woman or not? (laughs) It is now legal to smoke Cuban cigars in countries that sell them for American citizens. However, you still cannot bring them back to the USA unless you were in Cuba and you were still limited to a maximum of $100. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? This is fog and war. It is. The war continues. Uh, El Baton, what are we thinking here? This is great. It really is. It's better than I remember. This is the, the cousin of the Brick House. Yeah, the only mistake made on this initially that didn't get the same accolades that Brickhouse did is they came out with those 40-count boxes oh, yeah. at first. When they dropped it down to 20, it was better, but they, what they should have done was either change the name like we talked about doing to the club yeah. uh, or to have some sort of relaunch. It just kind of got it, forgotten about. It doesn't have legs, I'll tell you that. It, it's a cigar that doesn't sell well. It's a good cigar. Mm. It doesn't sell well for some reason or another. Um, price good, is good. Um, and now we have uh, 500 people smoking it along with us, so uh, there it is. So, okay, we're going to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to flip through the calendar of events. Guests in cigars that we're going to be smoking during the months ahead. We'll peek into the asylum and take our final shots on Ball. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, where we're illegally smoking cigars. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. 
Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Hank Kellner and my son, Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigars Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, apparently breaking laws that didn't even exist. If you want to talk nonsense, uh, we're back with The Cigar Authority. Welcome back, everybody. We're playing some basketball. I, I forgot, and I actually put my... Ash oh, in, in the yeah, ashtray. I, I think so. I have enough to. Yeah, uh, I think I have enough. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot first. Same you, time, Barry. You don't look like you got enough there. Yeah, well. And the argument would be who's who's went in. You don't have enough. Nope. Nope. Oh, oh Mr. Uh, Johnson overshot it because he undershot over. it last time, so he overdid it. A little too much juice there. I'm two still for in the four. Lead. Two for four ain't bad, man. Still in the lead. Yeah, shooting 500 from the line. I oversmoked. Let's see if. Uh, no oh. short. Not as easy as it looks, it isn't. gentlemen. It isn't. So, um, 
What do you got in the mailbag? All right. Uh, also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Adam writes, his name's Adam Churchill. Nice. Last awesome. name. Should, should like the size of a cigar. There we go. And the famous uh, person. Yes, it is. Adam. Uh, it seems there's been a concerted effort to return to education, uh, referencing recent additions with cutting the cap, lighting, yeah, lighter throw, maintenance. Throwing some in there. I love that stuff, especially when you all chime in with more details and info. I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable, but that stuff is still great. I will make one of David's classes at some point. Good. Great. Little cigar school. So uh, we got more hate mail than good mail on um, going deep into the subject matter. Uh, I guess you apparently, uh, some feel you apparently went too far when it came to how to light a cigar. Yet, when we do the class, we did one Thursday, and you went too little. Again, like overshooting and undershooting. <laughs> you know, you've got to find a happy medium there. It's a, something to work on, that's all. Yeah. You know how you don't accept warnings or fines? I don't accept that. <laughs> yeah, really? You can take it. It's, it's uh, <laughs> constructive criticism. I'm only trying to help. Um, next week, March 26th, we will celebrate Avo's 90th birthday. Happy birthday, uh, Avo. A little kiss for Avo XO. That's what we're going to smoke, the Avo XO next week, along with a Cuban cigar that I brought back legally from my $100 I was allowed back from the Havana Festival. So Now, here's my question. Yes. You're allowed to bring back $100. So what if you buy cigars, say, on the street, and you get 300 cigars for $100? Can you bring back 300 cigars if you can yes. prove... That you only paid $100. Yes. And how about that I went to the festival and I got a bunch of cigars that I paid nothing for because I was an invited guest. Mm. Those all came back along with my $100 worth because I paid $100. Sure. Nobody asked me, but I was prepared. I had my letter that invited me there, and these were gifts. And this one I paid for, but nobody said anything because I wasn't leaving Cuba or anywhere. I was there five five. <laughs> Extra hours along with the... Uh, imagine if American Express ended up taking my cigars, too. Oh, it would be war. It is war anyway. But I it's... thought we agreed we were done talking about this. You're just getting yourself worked up for no, no reason again. Just, just so you know. Um, the following week, April 2nd, you're all invited. The Cigar Authority's 6th anniversary show. Free cigars, free cake, free booze, free food. Everything's free. <laughs> Come on and join us and celebrate along with and us. And we'll even pay the fine. We'll pay the fine on top of it. Uh, and we're going to smoke Garofalo along with another cigar on there. Moving ahead to April 30th, we're going to have the people from Asylum up for the show. Um, the new rep from Asylum. Hmm. Um, I don't know his name. Don't know his name either. Okay. Uh, but he's going to come up for the Wednesday event in the store, which is the Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. Winner Winner Chicken Dinner is a chicken poop party. Wednesday, April 27th. Uh, a two-guy smoke shop in Salem and includes a chicken dinner, two Asylum cigars, and a chance to win a box of Asylum cigars if the chicken poops in the spot that... Can I tell you how friggin' difficult it is to buy a live chicken? There's all these... They're not regulations, but they, don't, they, don't, they won't sell you a little mini coop for the chicken. 
They don't want the chicken in anything small, small because it'll it'll die. It'll get like frustrated. It, it, and it, it freaks out apparently and kills itself, commits suicide, mm. chicken suicide. If it's in a small thing, they said I I'm not buying any of it. So they said you should put it in your garage. They won't. They don't. They won't sell you. A, they will not sell you a live chicken and a small carrier right. at the same time. You'd have to go in and make two different transactions and possibly send in two people because they're very adamant that the chicken cannot be in anything small. So. We, to do this event, and I tried talking them out of it, and like you only mentioned on the air a couple of times, we could just cancel it. No one will even remember. Nope, I said I'm going to do it. We have to build a chicken coop up here. That whole area Full-size right chicken wire, floor that to whole ceiling. Cafe area is because be chickens fly. That's oh, not the worst part. The worst part really fly. is convincing him that birds with feathers fly. They don't really fly. Well, I think they no, jump, they fly. They get airborne. They fly. <laughs> you think you'd be able to fly out of there if I put a five-foot fence? Yes. Yeah. Really? You yeah. will have chicken He'll more poop like jump it and get some... Everywhere, and you'll owe everyone a cigar because it's going to poop on people. You can't have chickens <laughs> flying around. Yeah, they, they, you think the fine's bad with cigar smoking. A, this might have been a big mistake, but we're doing <laughs> yeah. it anyway. We're doing it anyway. Just give everybody an extra helping of chicken pie and so say the you, chicken killed itself. If you can't have like a little carrier, how do you leave with the chicken? You put it under your arm? Well, now, the people you that walk buy... into a bar afterwards? People that buy chicken. I into a bar with a chicken under his arm. <laughs> Bartender says, "Hey, is that? Go ahead." <laughs> People that do this whole chicken raising thing have these coops yeah. that are on trailers, and they go in and they buy a hundred chickens, and the chicken goes in the chicken coop, and they bring the chicken coop to their place where the big chicken. Or coop they and- have it delivered on um, said trailer. Could, could we have it delivered? It's twenty two dollars for the chicken. Can I give him forty bucks and he delivers it? Yeah, they'll call Uber for him. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. They're going to deliver a chicken. A chicken. I don't think. I don't think the place that we're buying the chicken from does delivery of hundred birds. I don't think they're going to deliver one. I don't know. We're doing this thing. So let's so make dumb. it happen. I'm going to feed it's him so some dumb. chicken that night. Jeez. <laughs> We're doing it, and uh, that's wrong. <laughs> that that's wrong. all there is to it. Uh, another No Dave show on May 7th. Gianna's graduating school, so I'm going to South Carolina. You guys are doing the show on your own. Uh, May 14th, hey, Rob let's go Weiss. Over how to light a cigar. Yeah, I guess don't do that. <laughs> For an hour. May 14th, live here will be Rob Weiss. Rob Weiss is the writer of um, Entourage. Entourage and Ballers. Ballers and other things. And we're going to try to get him to do a movie about the Cigar Authority, huh? Love it. Or something like that. Get us in a movie. Do something. I want The Rock to play me. I want John Goodman to play me. I'm leaving it out. You're Danny DeVito. No. (laughs) Tony Danza. Have you seen the pictures of him on Facebook from 30 years ago? Right? From 30 years ago, maybe. That's all right. Tony Danza. Everything went down. Having an allergic reaction. Age has not been well to me. Um, what do we got? What do we got? We have uh, Father and Son, uh, June 18th, and um, we have Barry's Wedding on September 17th. This is really going to happen. We, they, they've even gone through the times. We're doing the show from 12 to 2, and Barry's getting married at 2.30. Barry's I would, time. And all Heidi's idea. Yes, I it's know. crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would like you to get married at 201. So, so in other words, there. no, so that we, we can say the music starts playing. It's like, okay, Barry, you got to yeah. And then Dave walks you down the aisle, <laughs> gives you away since you're changing well, well, your last name. Because Heidi wants Dave to give her away. 
Oh, no. No, no, no. No, I'm joking with you. No, Dave gives you away, then you change your name, and it's a whole thing. Because, like, if you're getting married as we're doing the show, and the ceremony's going, we're going to have to, like, either whisper or be quiet, and that's not going to make for great radio. It'll be like a golf event. So now. Now the, now the parents we could pipe. He dropped the ring. He dropped it. They can't find it. We could it's pipe, in the grass. We could pipe it, the whole thing into the board with a wireless no, mic. This is very awkward. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling you no for a year. How, why are we here? All right. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats And they're coming to take me away (laughs) It's time for news from the Insane Asylum Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful Medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8 by 80 That's right. That's Asylum. Memphis has brought us iconic stars such as Shannon Doherty, Morgan Freeman, and Mr. Sexyback himself, Justin Timberlake. It has been the topic of many songs and is considered a great place to live if you have aspirations of becoming a country music star. But the most recent gift from Mem- Memphis is a viral video date-stamped 2014 featuring a man inside the Memphis Kellogg's factory during a labor dispute urinating on a conveyor belt as it transported popular food items like Rice Krispie Treats, Rice Krispie Treats cereal, and various granola products. In a printed statement, a representative of the company let everyone know that Kellogg's takes this matter very seriously. They should. The authorities have been notified and the food items contaminated by the rogue urinator would have now expired. So there's no need for a recall. In other words, you already ate them. Correct. Yes. And because they're so proactive, the FDA has launched a full investigation. I, for one, am not relieved, Liberty, (laughs) that the FDA is involved. While the FDA had its head up number two, this guy was whipping out his number one, and it took two years to find out. As of now, no arrests have been made. That's insane. That's asylum. That's true. And you already ate it. Take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho. Well worded, Mr. Jonathan. Where life is beautiful all the time. All right. We got a little bit of time. I got, uh, I think we can squeeze in, uh, classic, classic three way. All right. Barry said we haven't done it and he wants to beat you again. So well, uh, he's let's... losing it basketball, so he wants to win at something. Let's do it. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. <laughs> but now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence yeah. of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll f- kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. 
celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, Barry is a reigning champion, so he's going to go first. Today is March 19th. Barry, today is Bruce Willis's birthday. Bruce Willis, movie actor, movie star who won Blockbuster Entertainment Award and People's Choice Awards for his role in the 1999 suspense film Sixth Sense, also well-known for movies including Die Hard, Pulp Fiction, Sin City. He was born in West Germany, married to actress Demi Moore. That didn't last long, but it's Bruce Willis's birthday. What year was he born, Barry Stein? 1960. 1960, he says. I have 1952. 52, says Chuck. I have 55. 55 for, count them, two points. 55 for two points. Mr. Johnson. Same number of points that I have in Ashketball. You get two points if you get it exact. So this now goes to Chuck Morrison. Chuck, this is Wyatt Earp's birthday. Wyatt Earp. Remember Wyatt Earp? Gambler? Nope. Uh, Pima Country Deputy Sheriff. Deputy Town Marshal. Tombstone. The movie Ah. Tombstone. From Tombstone, Arizona. Was famous. Was uh, the famous gunfighter in the OK Corral. He worked as a farmer, a minder, and a boxing referee. He was known as the toughest and deadliest gunman of his day, and he lived to be 80 years old. Wyatt Earp, born today, what year? I'm going to go with 1930. 1930, says. I'll be your Huckleberry. It's going to be 1801. 1801. 1846. 1846 for the point. 1848. Very, very close. Barry Stein. Barry Stein. Very close going all the way back into the 1800s. And, Mr. Jonathan, this is the last one. Your two two to one, Barry, is one. He can tie you and remain champion if he gets it. All the pressure is on you to become the new reigning champion. I feel no pressure. No pressure. Glenn Close. Not far. Glenn Close. Movie actress. Gave a memorable role in the scary performance in the movie Fatal Attraction with Mike Douglas, the only man to make me moist. <laughs> Mike Douglas. <laughs> Later in her career, she played TV the only actress. reason you picked her. That's it. See, that's it. She could say that. She played in the TV series The Shield and Dangers in the film Guardians of Galaxy. Glenn Close. Born today, what year? 1946. 46, he says. Barry. 1947. 47. I gotta be way over. 1962. 62 is over. Barry gets two points. What? And the absolute win at 1947. How do you like that? Barry Stein, the reigning champion. No, it's not a tie. He had his, his thing covered. Yep. He's legit. Yep. So this classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar and a quick reminder. If it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location, Salem, Seabrook, and Nashville, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. I'm gonna I feel shoot like my, Bucky Dent. I'm going to shoot my last shot. Last here. shots. Last right. shots, guys. Here we go. Here goes Chuck Morrison. It's airborne oh, and overshot. Goodness. Very good shot, but overshot. Here we go for three. Boom. In. That's it. <sighs> Nailed it. I don't have enough of an ash, but I'm going to go for it anyway because we're running out of time. And Tom Troy's here, so there's no messing around. <laughs> oh, short. I didn't have enough of a shot. Anyway, that was fun. 
Uh, next week, we are celebrating Avo Yavazian's 90th birthday party. We're having a party for him on Tuesday night, which is a legitimate party. We're going to Skype with him uh, at his home in Florida as he's celebrating on his birthday. Uh, we're going to smoke uh, some Avo cigars. We'll tell you a little about him. We're also going to smoke uh, some Cuban cigars from the Habanos Festival. Until next time, thanks, everybody, for listening. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your El Baton Robusto, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.